It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day, every day. And we welcome you to a very special episode, episode number three. 100-300 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Yeah, we never thought we would make it. I think I'm responsible for about 200 plus, somewhere around that line. Uh, good to have you with us. I am your host, Chris Russell. And as always, we've got a lot to cover because the Redskins never, ever, 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 ever stop making news. Um, coming up in episode number 301, we'll have an edition of Crossover Wednesday, Locked on Eagles versus Locked on Redskins. Louis DiBiase and I will have that out for you late Wednesday morning. Uh, and, of course, each and every week with the NFL regular season beginning on Thursday night, we will bring you Crossover Wednesday for the entire regular NFL season. You get that special episode on Wednesday, as the hosts from opposing sides, of course, Redskins Eagles, in this case, meet up to preview the excitement of the game that week. Of course, you can find your favorite team wherever you get your podcast. Be sure not to miss this NFL listeners' favorite segment. And of course, as we told you about the last couple of times, the opening week of the NFL season is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. And even if you're not wearing anything, what can I tell you? They're still better. Promo code locked on gets you 20% off at MacWeldon.com. MacWeldon.com. That's M A C K W E L D O N. MacWeldon.com for 20% off. And the promo code is locked on. All right, so let's get to it right away here. So apparently on D'Angelo Hall and Aaron Hawksworth's new podcast, which we had referenced a couple of days ago and a couple of episodes ago uh, on the Athletic NFL site, which of course is a paid uh, podcast and a paid subscription service. So again, we're free uh, for you to download and listen. So I highly suggest you uh, choose wisely, but this is certainly one that I would definitely consider investing in. Um, but again, remember, we are free. Just just want to point that out. We are free here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. So D'Angelo Hall last week said that there was zero chance, that Trent Williams had told him that there was zero chance he would be returning and reporting to the, um, you know, back to the Redskins this week. And... A lot of people took that as 0% chance that he would not return at all to the Redskins. And that's not what D'Angelo said. D'Angelo reported, said, based on his conversation with Trent last Wednesday night, Thursday morning, that 
there was a 0% chance he would be, be reporting this week. But D'Angelo and Aaron Hawksworth on that same podcast had both mentioned, and I did ultimately subsequently hear something along this line that Trent was considering coming back at some point. Now, fast forward to this week, and they put out a new podcast episode. Um, you know, again, it's available uh, it, It's available on the Athletic DC's site or the Athletic's main site. Um, and it's called Hail to the Podcast. Uh, and again, I, I, you know, I work with Aaron all the time on 106.7 The Fan. Love her. She's great. Uh, covered D'Angelo. You know, we've always had a good relationship. So now D'Angelo apparently said... Uh, and I haven't listened to the episode yet because I've been running around busy doing my other things, uh, but this is what has been conveyed and reported is that D'Angelo said on today's podcast or on Tuesday's podcast that there was a you know a good chance or chance that Trent Williams was going to actually report. And it could happen as soon as next week, meaning Monday morning in advance of week two and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, again, people took what D'Angelo said last week and ran with it as 0% chance that he was never coming back. That's not what D'Angelo conveyed. So this does not surprise me that there is now a new update. Some might be surprised. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, This does not surprise me because... And we talked about this in episode number 299. Trent Williams lost a lot of leverage on Saturday. Trent Williams lost a lot of leverage, and the Redskins regained their leverage. And we've been very open about this. Bruce Allen last Wednesday night said, Trent Williams is going to play, and he's going to play for us. The next morning, D'Angelo Hall says, hey, I talked to Trent, and there's a 0% chance he's coming next week, which takes away some of that leverage, that public leverage, that public pressure, the public narrative from the Redskins that they had gained by having Bruce Allen go on one of their crony stations uh, and say that Trent Williams was going to play for us. Now, some people took him seriously. Some people doubted him. Of course, I doubted that, but... Then on Saturday, you see the Houston Texans complete a trade for Jadavion Clowney to Seattle and then complete a master, a, a monster trade for Laramie Tunsil. And right there is the trump card. Right there is where things changed. It's okay to think one way when a different set of events happen that makes you adjust your prism. Before Saturday, I didn't think Trent Williams was coming anytime soon. I thought Trent Williams maybe, and I've said this uh, here on the radio at 106.7, I thought maybe he would report after the trade deadline if the Redskins really were serious about not trading him and then buckle down and did not trade him even up until the trade deadline. I thought maybe you might see Trent then. But... Now that New England is off the board, now that Houston is off the board, there's only one team that I could think of that is a contending team that would probably be in the market for Trent Williams, and that's 
the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's only because Russell Okung's hurt, uh, but that he's not missing the whole year. So unless there's a catastrophic injury to a starting left tackle of a championship or playoff contender on Sunday, week one, meaning this Sunday, I don't know if Trent Williams is getting traded anytime soon anyway, but there right now is not even a need for Trent Williams anywhere else, whether the Redskins wanted to trade him or not. And clearly they have made it known that they don't want to. So if they don't want to, and if there's no need, if there's no spot for Trent Williams to go to, what happens? Well, Trent Williams has two choices. Either he sits out for the entire year or until he forces their hand, or or Trent Williams comes back with his tail between his legs, and it's going to be really precarious because everyone's going to want to say, wait a second, what did you guys do to fix this? What did you guys do to solve this? And if Trent says nothing, and if the Redskins say we didn't do anything— uh, there's going to be all this bluster and acrimony between the two sides. Now, one thing Trent did say also on this podcast, and this was uh, basically transcribed by Mark Bullock of The Athletic as well, he said that D'Angelo Hall said this, Bruce, meaning Bruce Allen, told me he asked Trent, quote, tell me who to fire and I'll fire them. Trent's response to that, apparently, according to D'Angelo and transcribed by Mark Bullock, quote, man, I don't want to cost nobody their job. I don't want to put anybody's livelihood in my hands, end quote. So now you have a situation where as long as D'Angelo is telling it the right way and as long as Trent told D'Angelo that's what happened, And Bruce, uh, I should say that Bruce told D'Angelo that's what happened, and that is correct. What you have a situation is, again, Trent apparently doesn't want to fire anybody and change anybody, which Bruce is willing to do. I don't think he's willing to do the contract. So Trent might be completely running out of options here. Got no team that needs him, and he doesn't want to fire anybody from the training staff, the medical staff. Now... Ian Rappaport of NFL Network also adds on the heels of the Trent Williams D'Angelo Hall situation that the holdout is likely to end, quote, sooner rather than later. Now, I don't know what that means. I've heard maybe week two again, as we addressed, and this is something that we have speculated on. Initially, my timeline was the third. Um, you know, the third preseason game, I quickly changed that to, hey, you know what? When you start hearing how mad Trent is, I, I kind of changed that around. And I said, well, he could pull an Aaron Donald. He could sit out until the first week of the season and then be ready to go week two. Aaron Donald, best player on the Rams back then, Sean McVay's first year, a much different situation. He had made less money, so on and so forth. But he held out until 
and reported a couple of days before their first regular season game he was not ready to go for that game yet. And he played week two, ironically enough, against the Redskins. And I said, this is could be a tactic that Trent Williams uses, where he's making his stand as long as he can and wants and trying to force their hand. And hopefully they'll trade him if he's truly that upset and wants to be traded, as everyone has reported. Or at the very minimum, he'll create enough hay and enough bluster that maybe they'll do something for him. Now it looks like they might not do anything because he doesn't apparently want anybody to get fired and he has nowhere else to go and the Redskins refuse to fold. So it looks like Trent Williams could be back here. Uh, Doubt you'll see him this Sunday, obviously, in Philadelphia, but there's a decent chance by the time you listen to this that Trent Williams could be heading back to Washington and reporting and ready to go for week two against the Dallas Cowboys, which is really interesting. All right, we'll take our first time out here on the Locked on Redskins podcast because we're a couple minutes late, but we had to clear all of that up. When we come back, Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, who's going to get the bulk of the carries? And is Adrian Peterson on the way out? We'll answer that next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 300. Good to have you with us. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's up, fellas? It's Chris Russell, Locked on Redskins here for Mac Weldon. At Mac Weldon, our mission is simple, to make all your basics and beyond smartly designed and shopping for them easy and convenient. The guys founded Mac Weldon because we wanted more out of our basics and always questioned how something so essential could be such a pain in the butt to buy. The frustration was real, so they started from scratch and engineered their own fabric. They made their design process meticulous so you can count on the fit being the same each and every time. Mack Weldon, it's better than what you're wearing right now, a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. So guys, I went to the website MacWeldon.com, and they have all sorts of cool things. Pants, sweatpants, gloves, hats, essentials, undergarments, all sorts of different things, hoodies. You can get anything you like to wear, different colors, different sizes. Everything is right there for you. The website is super easy to use. Trust me, go to MacWeldon.com. Make sure you use the promo code LOCKEDON, LOCKEDON at MacWeldon.com when you enter the promo code for 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com. All right, so this is episode number 300 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you guys with us. I'm Chris Russell. Again, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins on Twitter at Locked Redskins. Uh, for all your Redskins information and uh, links to the podcast and uh, video clips and anything that we can get our hands on, anything that we have the time to put up uh, as well. Also, check out at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net for your 
NFL news and information coverage across the board and across the NFL landscape. Also, go to DraftKings.com right now and use the code Locked On. And you get yourself in on the fun for week one. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Make sure you guys go check all of that out. I'm uh, once again, Chris Russell, back to it uh, with you guys here. And so here's an interesting thing that has come up. Darius Geis is apparently going to be the running back that the Redskins run their offense through. That makes sense. Jay Gruden basically confirmed that. He didn't do absolutely say it, but that was the that was essentially the words uh, that he used. So um, the bottom line is this. You should expect to see Darius Geis first up in the backfield on Sunday in Philadelphia. You should expect to see Darius Geis somewhere between probably 17 and 22 carries, somewhere in that range, depending on how the game is going, depending on how he's doing. Um, I guess what you would then think is that Adrian Peterson's probably going to get 8, 9, 10 carries, somewhere in that range. And maybe Geis would have the 2-to-1 workload advantage. That's what it sounds like. And I'm okay with that. I wish it would be at least at first a little more 50-50 and then go with the hot hand during the game. Uh, But I understand wanting to establish Geis, wanting to get him untracked, him being the more explosive back, even though he's coming off the torn ACL, he's 23, not 34. Got it. Adrian Peterson was really good in spots last year, but as we chronicled, there were times where he really had a hard time getting on track. He was really good on a couple of big runs against the New York Giants to seal a win, uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football, 90-yard touchdown run right up the middle, broke a tackle, and boom, gone. He was good. He ran hard in Tennessee in a game that, you know, the Redskins still had an outside-outside-outside playoff chance. Uh, and ran hard and successfully and well. But there were plenty of times, and usually it came when the Redskins would lose, where Adrian Peterson did not run great. And yet the Redskins did bring him back as an insurance policy, as a complementary piece to Darius Geis, who's coming off the ACL, and of course Chris Thompson, who's always hurt. So I was a fan of them bringing him back. Uh, I... I liked what the Redskins obviously got out of Adrian Peterson last year, 1,250 total combined yards, and I think seven total touchdowns. Here's the thing. You know, a lot of people are now worried about how Adrian Peterson's going to handle this in terms of things went sideways in New Orleans. He's known to be a little bit of a pain in the butt. I, I think... I think Adrian Peterson will be okay. I think Adrian Peterson was humbled by the fact that it took until mid-August and a workout for him to find a new team last year in the Washington Redskins. I think that humbled him. Not to say that he's still not confident, not to say that he still doesn't think he's great, but I think in a way that humbled him. Um, Some of the baggage that's been thrown around, some of the doubts, some of the things that have been said, not only off the field and some of the stuff that he went through, but also on the field for what happened in New Orleans. I think that changed him a little bit. I didn't know that Adrian Peterson, but uh, from what I've heard, he was quite, quite, quite the confident superstar. I'm not saying that Adrian Peterson is going to be thrilled with five carries a game. He probably won't be, but... 
if he gets 10, 12 carries a game, I think that might be enough because he seems to like Geis. They seem to get along well based on everything I've seen, heard, observed. And he knew about the situation, right? So when he signed with New Orleans, there was Mark Ingram. He knew he was going to have to split carries with him, but then Sean Payton went out, and I guess they couldn't just bypass, and as it turned out, it was a great move. They went out and added Alvin Kamara with, like, the 46th pick in the second round. Adrian Peterson then has to now split action, both running and receiving, three different ways as opposed to two different ways. So there is a little bit of a difference. He has that three-way share, split, whatever, with Chris Thompson and Darius Geis here, but... Um, you know, he he knew that when he re-signed. So if his contention, and I don't know if it was, if his contention or if his animosity towards Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints came from the fact that he signed a contract when just Mark Ingram was there and he was, you know, basically told, hey, this is the role we're going to have. We're going to let you catch the ball. Drew Brees, this, that, and the other thing. Adrian Peterson's looking at that as a great fit. And then they go and draft Alvin Kamara, midway through the second round, whoa, wait a second, that's not what you told me. Uh, now I signed here, and now I'm third in line, essentially, if Kamara's good, and Kamara turned out to be great. So that's the situation there. The other part of this, and it was really interesting, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I believe my colleagues at 106.7 The Fan, and I don't think they would make this up, the sports junkies, and I'm not sure um, who got this information um, or not, but they reported a quote-unquote well-placed source told at least one of the sports junkies on 106.7, the fan of the radio.com app, that head coach Jay Gruden, quote, did not want to keep Adrian Peterson. Did not want to keep Adrian Peterson. So I have no idea what that's about and how that's going to work. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Uh, if that is the case at some point, if they let Adrian Peterson go, uh, unless he's totally and completely done, I, I don't like it. I don't believe it. I don't want it. I don't like the thought of it. And I think it was a dumb, dumb, dumb idea to do it right now. Why? Not because I don't have faith in Darius Geis, but because Darius Geis is a little bit injury history. Chris Thompson certainly does. Adrian Peterson was very productive at a very cheap cost last year. You re-signed him because you wanted him back and as an insurance policy, and then you're going to let the insurance policy go before week one? What? To keep Byron Marshall? To keep Samaj P. Ryan? Remember, we talked about why we love the Samaj P. Ryan move because he's not as good as Adrian Peterson. Yet, Jay Gruden loved Samaj P. Ryan. And now he's in Cincinnati. So maybe that was at the root of this. The only way I can keep Samaj P. Ryan is to let Adrian Peterson go. I don't know. Whoever, if Jay thought that, that to me, that is very short-sighted. Because Adrian Peterson is better than Samaj P. Ryan. And it also, once again, shows if that was the way... If that was the case, it once again shows that Jay continues to lose his grip and power and control, as he seemingly has quite a bit over the last year or so. 
I don't have any more information on that. Hopefully we'll hear from Adrian Peterson, Jay Gruden, Darius Geis on Wednesday, and we will have that for you on Thursday's episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll take a quick timeout right here on LOR, episode number 300, and we'll come back, wrap it up with the first official, unofficial, depth chart for the Redskins as they head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles this Sunday at 1. Breaking news in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams and quarterback Jared Goff are expected to execute a four-year deal that, as Ian Rappaport of NFL Network says, is trending towards the largest guarantee in NFL history. So we will see about that. Uh, they are making significant progress, apparently going to pay him around $32 million a year, which is pretty crazy. All right, we're back in a flash right here on LOR. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell. You know, it's time to celebrate. Football is finally back, baby. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, is huge week one contest. The first one starts this Thursday night when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single-game showdown with two and a half million dollars in total prizes up for grabs. Draft your single-game showdown lineup and feel the sweat. No, not Montez sweat. The sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from the season opener you stay under the cap you get new users that sign up today on DraftKings using the code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n locked on will receive a free shot at a one million dollar top prize again nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game like having a shot at a million dollar payday so guys get in on the action Get in on the season opener this Thursday night between Chicago and Green Bay. Download the DraftKings app now. Use the code Locked On for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. And new users, new users don't miss the extra special week one bonus. Enter my code Locked On to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code Locked On only at DraftKings and make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25-time playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So the Redskins have released their unofficial depth chart for the Eagles game. Really no big surprises. Terry McLaurin was expected to be a starting wide receiver. He is. Donald Penn, Eric Flowers manning the left side, left tackle, left guard. Same thing on defense. Ryan Anderson starting at one edge linebacker spot. Uh, again, that's what you should expect. He'll play largely on rundowns. Montana Sweat uh, on pass downs. Deion Hamilton uh, and John Bostic manning the middle. And then Dunbar, Norman, Collins, and Monte Nicholson by by the way, we also have to add that they signed Tanner Vallejo, uh, a inside linebacker, and he, of course, is part of that depth chart. And, of course, uh, because the Redskins cut a couple of guys uh, over the weekend that may have had a chance, uh, they signed T Tanner Vallejo as a free agent. That is going to do it for us for episode number 300. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Thanks very much uh, for, as always, being with us, for downloading, for listening how we got to 300, I have no idea. Just keep listening, keep downloading. Please share with a friend uh, so that we can all survive and keep doing this. Uh, thanks again, and we will be back with Crossover Wednesday with Louis DiBiase of Locked On Eagles. Adios. Guys, it's Chris Russell here, Locked On Redskins. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? 
That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Who doesn't like to get paid when you get a W? Let's face it. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them and my bookie if they weren't the best. Simply do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always take the other side. So you have in-game wagering. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. The NFL season is, of course, the best time of the year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On to activate the offer. That's promo code Locked On, and visit mybookie.ag. Today, you play, you win, you get paid. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.